Welcome to our DSM Hollywood podcast series. The following is an excerpt from Dr. Daniel Sherstad's weekly online Bible study for those in the entertainment industry, along with those who have a passion to see the kingdom of God revealed in Hollywood. For more information about DSM Hollywood, including upcoming events and how to join in on our Bible studies, please visit www.dsmhollywood.com. We're so glad you have tuned in, and we're grateful for the privilege to help you grow in your holy calling in Christ Jesus. Before you listen, I encourage you to grab your Bible and set your heart in expectancy to receive from the Lord, knowing that His heart is for you to grow in knowing Him and to grow in walking with Him. Welcome everyone on Facebook, everyone that's on the Google Meet call, and everyone who's watching or listening on the podcast. And just want to say thank you so very much for uh, taking time and carving out time to spend with us here tonight. Uh, I believe it's going to be absolutely just encouraging and it's going to add value to your life and it's just going to encourage your faith and just restore strength. And uh, I believe that the Lord just has an absolute prophetic word for you tonight. So just want to encourage everyone just to open up your heart, open up your mind. Um, get ready to open up the scriptures and we're just going to allow the Holy Spirit just to really minister um, absolute life to each and every one of us here tonight. And so just want to say uh, again, everybody on the Google Meet call, everyone that's watching on Facebook, if you live in the Southern California area, listen, we got this big event happening uh, that uh, HPN is doing their 20th anniversary this Saturday. And um, you can... <clears throat> Uh, we can put that in and let people know about that. And uh, but we want to invite everybody to come that's on the call, everyone that's listening on Facebook, to, if you're in the area, to come be a part of that. We got like, there's going to be like 500 people that are um, part of the industry in one shape or form that's going to be there to help celebrate. And we're going to have a, a, our own ministry table with all kinds of resources and all kinds of information um, about. Um, uh, our ministry. So it's going to be a great opportunity to uh, just to let people know about uh, what we believe God wants to do in and through and for the kingdom of God right there in the midst of Hollywood. And so very, very exciting times. And so, and it's a very, very exciting uh, uh, weekend coming up. And so we thank you for everyone. I want to just, first of all, say once again thank you so very much we are eternally grateful to the lord for every supporter every partner of the ministry everyone who's praying for us everyone who's standing with us everyone who financially supports us i know we got several uh, uh partners that are on the call we've got different partners that are watching here on facebook here tonight so thank you so very much yeah, what a blessing and uh and uh, as you're going through um the teaching here tonight and at some point now, in the middle, at the end, if you want to find out more information about our ministry, more information about becoming a partner of the ministry, go to dsmhollywood.com, dsmhollywood.com, and awesome website there, and uh, you can find out everything, all kinds of resources that'll just be an absolute free resources. It'll be absolutely a blessing to you, and so uh, we are just so excited, so. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. All right. Sweet, I'm going to ask you yes. to uh, to open up with a word of prayer and, and okay. um, just uh, let's Thank just you. believe God for yeah. just the miraculous tonight. Yes, yes. Heavenly Father, we just come before you in Jesus' name and and we just thank you, Father, for your, your love. We thank you for yes, the power of your grace, Father, mm. in our lives, Lord. Yes. And, Lord, we just lift up each one on the call and who's, who is watching on Facebook. Mm. Father God, um, we just pray that your kingdom come, your will be done in yes, their lives yes, tonight. Yes, yes, yes. We ask Holy Spirit, we invite you, Holy Spirit, once again tonight, Father, to, to move mightily mm. in and through um, through my husband as he speaks, as he yes, teaches Lord. your word, Lord, as he preaches your word, as he prophesies your word. Mm. We just pray, Holy Spirit, that you would speak through his voice, oh God, to each one of us here tonight. And, and we just pray, Lord, touch each one. 
uh, you know, right where they're at, what is happening in their life, Lord God. And we just pray that each yes, one would be encouraged. They would be strengthened, Lord. I thank you for the word, Lord, that is going to come forth, Father, concerning mm. restoration. Yes, for, Lord. Lord, you are the God who restores. That's right. And we just thank you that we are in a season of accelerated restoration, mm, that the you, devil has to re return everything that he's taken, that it's yes, all Lord. coming back to the children of God. Yes, and so Lord. we just give you praise. We give you thanksgiving, Father God, for mm. all that you are doing, uh, for who you are. We just praise your name. In yes, Jesus' Lord. name, be exalted here tonight. And, and we give you all the glory. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Thank you, sweetheart. Really Thank appreciate you. that. Well, if you have your Bibles tonight, let's open up to the, um, uh, the book of Joel, the prophet Joel, chapter 2. And I want to talk about... Uh, you know that uh, you know in the Acts chapter two, when the Holy Spirit was poured out upon the church, there, um, you know, which was the promise of the Father. Remember, Jesus said, "I'm going to go, I'm going to ascend to the Father." In John chapter fourteen, uh, Jesus said to him, "Listen, I'm going to go away, and I'm going to uh, prepare." I want to let me let me go ahead and read that. I just feel quickened by the Holy Spirit right here at the beginning, dear Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You know, want me to just to read this? He says, he says, man, do not let your hearts. This is going to tie into Joel chapter two. So put your finger right there in Joel because we're going to go right back to that. Do not let your hearts be troubled, distressed, agitated. You believe in God, adhere to and trust and rely on God. Believe in me, Jesus says. Adhere to me, Jesus says. Trust in me. Rely on me, he says. For in my father's house, there are many dwelling places. Now, I love, I'm reading out of the Amplified Bible, and I love that phrase right there, dwelling places. Some Bibles will say mansions. That's a poor translation. Dwelling places. If it were not so, I would not have told you, for I'm going away to prepare a place for you. And when I go, make ready this place for you, I will come back and I will take you to myself. I'm going to take you to myself. And then uh, in verse 23, he says uh, in John chapter, Jesus said, if a person really loves me, he'll keep my word. My father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with them. Come on now. So Jesus <clears throat> says, listen, here's John chapter 14, John chapter 15, John chapter 16. It's all about Jesus saying, I'm about to introduce to you the third person of the Godhead, the Holy Spirit, okay, which is the spirit of Jesus himself. But he says, I'm going away to prepare this place. Where's this place? This place is in Christ. Come on now. Uh, Jesus didn't die. You've heard me say this before. Jesus did not die. And I'm, I'm not saying that you're not going to have a mansion in heaven. Don't, don't hear me say that. But Jesus didn't die so that you could just have some kind of natural building in heaven. He died, come on now, so that you could be in Christ and that you could be in fellowship with the Father once again. Come on now. That's why he went on to say in verse 6, he said, he said, I am the way. Now, you know, at, the, at this party, uh, just, I'm just kind of reminded of this. At this party that we're having on Saturday, I'm not that we're going to be part of, that HPN is having. But every table is supposed to be like have some kind of theme, some kind of Hollywood theme to it. And our theme is the Mandalorian. Come on now. And uh, which is kind of an offshoot of Star Wars. And uh, I've been a big Trekkie, big Star Wars, big science fiction guy my entire life. Come on. And uh, I've been known... Uh, I've been known, possibly, possibly, been known to almost shed a tear, come on now, by watching some science fiction movies because I'm so big into that kind of thing. When they came out with the with the uh, the modern-day Trek, Star Trek movies, man, I was just, it touched my heart. That's how big I am. I know that kind of sounds kind of goofy and everything, but uh, my daughters are really big into The Mandalorian, especially my daughter, Sarian, Sarah, and uh, she has, like, every thing you could ever get that's related to that Mandalorian. Um, and so she's actually literally has been spent three months, I think, something about three months. I mean, she was still working on it today, building this, the absolute full-blown Mandalorian uh, suit to be the Mandalorian at the party. Come on now, this Saturday coming. 
and uh, and you know the thing for those that don't know who that the the, the phrase for that is uh, this is the way. I hope I got that right. This is the way. This is the way the Mandalorian is always saying this is the way. Well, Jesus said, "Listen, I am the way." He said, "I am because this is the way to the Father." And I am the way, the truth, and the life. And some of you heard me say this before, but I want to just remind us. The reason that the, the Pharisees and the religious leaders of that day were so upset at him, because he said that continually. He didn't just say that one time. But he said, I am the way to the Father. No one, no one goes to the Father except through me. I am literally the bridge builder to the Father. I am that's why he says in the, in the in the last verse of John chapter one, he said, "Listen, he said, uh, I am. You will see over me the ladder. I am Jacob's ladder. You will see angels ascending and descending upon me, because I am the ladder that literally is that leads into the very presence of the Father." In the Old Testament, in in Moses's tabernacle, the first door. Uh, that led into the, because it had three compartments. <clears throat> three is a huge number in the kingdom of God. And so as they came into the outer court, um, uh, they would uh, <clears throat> they would say that that door was called the way that led into the outer court. And the door that led into the inner court was called the truth. And then the door that led into the holy of holies was called <clears throat> the life. So when Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, he was saying, I'm all three doors that leads into the manifest, tangible, Shekinah glory of God's holy presence, okay? So when he said that, um, it literally shook up all kinds of places. So when, when Jesus says, I am the way, I am the way that leads to the Father. If you've seen me, you have seen the Father, because me and the Father are one. And, uh, and so when, when Philip said, uh, just show us the Father and we will be satisfied, Jesus responded to Philip and he said, Philip, how is it that you've been with me for almost, you know, for three, three and a half years now um, and you don't even know who I am? So you can be in the same vicinity as someone uh, for years and not really be involved in a knowing relationship with them, Okay. And uh, I've, I've been pastoring for 35 years now, and I've had I've had wives come up to me and say, "Listen, I've been married to this person for 25 years, and I'm not even I don't even really know who I'm married to." Mm, just because you live in the same house, come on now, with somebody don't mean don't mean you're qualified to make the statement. You're involved in a knowing relationship with that person. I've had teenager sons say to me that uh, as they get ready to leave the house at 18, 19, 20, whatever that case may be. Saying, listen, Pastor, listen, I've been living in the house, same house as my dad, but I got to just make this comment. And the reality is, I don't even know who my dad is. So you could be living in the same place, sleeping in the same bed. Come on, be in the same vicinity. Come on, going to church. Come on now, being religious for years and years and decades and not even know who Jesus Christ really is. So just because you're in the same Come on, these guys, come on, Philip was in the same vicinity. Come on, moving from village to village, town to town with Jesus, seeing the signs, wonders, and miracles. And yet at that point, he still did not know. Jesus said, how is it that you could be with me this whole time and you don't even still don't have a clue who I am kind of thing. And so we can not be qualified to be saying that we're involved in a knowing relationship. So Jesus said, listen, he goes on to say, and I mentioned this last week, remember in John chapter 19, in John chapter, excuse me, John 5, 19, John 5, 30, Jesus says it, he says it right here in chapter 14. He says, <clears throat> verse 10, do not believe that I'm in the Father and that the Father is in me. What I'm telling you, I do not say in my own authority or my own initiative or my own accord, but the Father who lives in me, he's the one who does his works, his own miracles and his own deeds of power. So now when it comes to he, John 5, 19, John 5, 30 says, listen, I don't do anything. I don't say anything until my father. So when it comes to doing the works of Jesus, when Jesus came to doing the works of his father, uh, he was very passive 
until his father initiated it. And then after his father initiated something, then Jesus became very aggressive in going after that which the father had initiated, including all the signs, wonders, miracles, and healings that Jesus did. And so he says that right here in verse 11. He said, you don't believe that I'm in the Father and the Father is in me, that I'm the way? Come on now. He said, if you don't believe the words that I'm saying, then you need to let the signs and the wonders that my Father did in, in through me prove to you and be assigned a point to that which the Father is doing in and through and for me as it relates to my kingdom. And so he goes on to say, then verse, uh, he said, he goes on to say that, <clears throat> I assure thee, most telling me, I'm going to tell you, anyone who steadfastly believes in me, he himself will be able to do the things that I do, and he will do even greater things than these because I go to my Father. So he's saying that the works, the signs, the wonders, he said you're going to be, because of the, the person of the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Holy Spirit who is the executive agent of the Godhead, come on, living in us, come on now, working through us, leading, guiding, directing, speaking, nudging us to do the works of the Father. He said when he initiates, the Holy Spirit shows us that, initiate, we need to be very aggressive. Come on, using intentional faith. And I'm talking about divine recovery, divine, come on now, recompense, divine restitution coming to our lives. We're talking about tonight and next week from the prophet Joel. And so it all began on Acts chapter 2 when the Holy Spirit came. Jesus said the Holy Spirit is coming. One of the reasons he's coming is to cause supernatural restoration to take place. Come on now. Everything that the enemy has taken from you, he's going to cause that to be restored back unto you. So it all happens in and through. So here in Joel chapter 2 verse 21 the prophet of God says, listen now, number one, fear not, be glad, rejoice, for the Lord has done great things. Fear not. What did Jesus say in John 14? Do not fear. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be distressed. Do not allow your hearts to get agitated. You believe in me, believe in the Father. So the very first thing, he says, fear not. Do not be afraid. Come on, we're living, come on now, we're living in the last of the last days. Let me just say that. Everything is lining up. Come on, all of the prophetic signs concerning the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Everything is, everything is lining up. It's happening in greater frequency. It's happening in greater power. The demonstrations, the outpouring, all the different things that Jesus decreed, prophesied, that the prophets prophesied, everything is lining up. Come on now. And so, man, I'm getting, there needs to be a renewal, first of all, in our heart. Come on now. And an anticipation, an expectation for the soon return of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on now. Uh, you you do remember he's coming back. For, come on now, for the body of Christ, he's coming back for the bride, but he's not coming back for some weak, insipid, limp-wristed. Come on now, spineless bride. Come on now, he's coming back for a bride who's powerful. Come on now, strong, bold, courageous, that has no fear whatsoever. Mm, come on, I'm not afraid. I just want to just say that be not afraid. Stop being afraid. The Bible says 365 times, do not fear. Right here, fear not. Because every time, we one fear not for every day of your life. Come on, every day of the year. Why? Because fear literally stops any kind of confidence, any kind of hope, any kind of faith that you may have as it relates to what you believe God is going to do, come on, in your future or do right now in your life. Are you listening to me? Fear not. There is a spirit of fear. I'm not just talk, simply talking about, come on now, we all experience the emotions of fear. Come on now. 
when we, especially when we step out to do new things, come on, and step into new seasons and we step into the unknown and, uh, you know, whatever the case may be, and we do things and we step out of our comfort zone, we'll feel that emotion. I'm not simply talking about that. I'm talking about, <clears throat> come on, when you allow the, that emotion to take grip and look, you begin to meditate on that, you begin to think about that. And what happens is it opens up the door to the spirit of fear that literally will stop. Come on. Now, there is a spirit of fear that is running rampant in our nation right now. Come on. It started and it literally was magnified. And it was <clears throat> because, listen now, in 2020, come on, when this whole thing with the, with the, with the, with the so-called pandemic and the COVID, and I'm not saying that it's not real because it is real, but that thing carries with it. Come on now, there's been the spirit of fear that was ushered into our nation has literally paralyzed literally millions of people, even to this day, and literally paralyzed thousands of believers. Come on now. that Those circumstances didn't cause fear. Come on, when circumstances come into our life, what's ever in us, will come out of us. Mm -hmm. Come on now. It's like a sponge that's being squeezed. Whatever in you is going to come out of you. Listen, can I honestly say, and I'm not trying to brag or anything, but I give all the glory, all the honor to Jesus. Listen, I've been, man, I've been preparing, I've been preparing my whole life for what is happening right now. I'm more excited about, come on now, the kingdom of God, the anointing of the Holy Spirit, Come on, the word of God and what's the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Ah, man, I am more excited right now. I got more confidence right now. I got more anticipation right now than I've ever had in any other season of my life right now. I'm so excited. There is absolutely not one ounce of fear in my spirit, in my mind, in my soul, in my body whatsoever. Come on, when this whole thing in 2020, I did, man, I, I was like, whoo, come on now. When they said, oh, my God, all the churches are shutting down. People said, what are you going to do, Pastor Dan? Come on, your whole ministry is all about traveling to church. you got nowhere to go now. I didn't, I, I didn't, I wasn't afraid for one second, not for one day. They said, oh, my God, what happened? Well, you, you can't travel anymore. You can't travel. You can't go on planes. Come on now. You're going to catch something. You're going to get sick and all this kind of stuff. Listen, can I just say that? 2020 and throughout 2021 for 18 months now <clears throat> suing myself come on my daughters we have never been sick one day come on now not one day not one day why because listen now the bible the science is proven come on when fear comes in it literally breaks down your immune system worry anxiety fear breaks down your and opens up everything that's why we cannot allow fear to have any kind of foothold in our life whatsoever. We haven't been sick one day. Man, you know how many planes I've been on during 2020? Come on now. Because God just kept on opening up doors in different states. And God, man, we've been on, I don't know, during that time, we've been probably on 30, maybe 40 different planes. But around hundreds, if not thousands of people. Are you listening to me? Come on now. <clears throat> Never have been tested positive for COVID. Not, not one symptom in our body in 18 months. Come on now. Why? Because we actually believe. We're fanatical. We actually believe that Psalm 91 is real. Come on now. We believe when the Bible says in Psalm, if you will literally hide, put yourself in the secret place of the most high God. Come on now. You hide yourself in the presence of God and you use intentional faith. He said no plague, no sickness, no disease, no virus. Are you listening to me? Come on now. We'll come near your house. Come on now. We've even hold, we've held multiple meetings in our house. Come on now. With people from all over the place of it in our house. Come on now. No plague, no virus, no sickness. Come on now. No symptoms in 18 months even came through this house. A thousand shall fall at your one side. 10,000 shall be at your other at one side. Come on now. Your angels shall surround the dwelling place that you're in. We actually believe Psalm 91. Come on now, believers. You're going to have to come to a place sooner or later. Come on now. You're going to have to believe now that Psalm 91. Come on. Either you believe that it was 
Come on, the psalmist just wrote one day when he was feeling up. Come on, and he had an up day, and he just came up with some great things to say. Well, you're going to have to actually make a choice. Come on now, that Psalm 91 is actually, come on now, the inspired, God-breathed, living word of God himself. Come on now. And if he said, come on, no plague, no disease, no sickness, come on now, and that nothing can touch you, you need to actually believe that. And we do. And we're, man, nothing is stopping us. We are going and blowing and doing everything that God is calling us to do. And nothing has even begun to come near our house to the glory and to the honor of God Almighty. Come on now. Be not afraid. Fear not, no matter what the enemy tries to do. Come on now. You literally stand against it. When, the, when, come on, when thoughts start coming to you, man, resist the devil. Come on, to resist the devil, then you can draw close to him. Come on now. God will draw close to you. Come on, and the enemy, come on, God will literally cause the enemy to go from you. Stand strong in the finished work of Calvary right here. So I'm, just in, I'm just in the first phrase right here of Joel chapter 2. Fear not. Be glad. Rejoice. Woo, come on, that's why Philippians, you know, when the apostle Paul wrote the book of Philippians, man, he was in prison. And he wasn't in some kind of, uh, he wasn't in some kind of country club cl prisons like we got in America here. Come on now, uh, where they got TVs and workout clubs and libraries and you can get masters and doctor's degrees while you write books and become wealthy while you're in prison. Come on now, man, he, well, I'm not talking about that kind of prison. I'm talking about, come on, a prison that Paul was in that was literally in way deep under the ground and literally stood in sewage. Come on now. He literally chained down to the ground, stood in sewage. Come on now. I've studied this out. I know what I'm talking about. Literally, and from time to time, they would allow them to, they would, they would come, the guards would come and give him something to write, and he would be able to write letters. Come on now. And to originally to families, but Paul, instead of, because he didn't have a family, he would write letters to the churches that he was over, that he planted. Come on now. And so instead of writing letters to homes, he wrote these letters while he was in prison, chained down. Come on now. And come on. And in sewage, absolute filth. And in the book of Philippians, come on now. You know, he says, I don't know, 12, I don't know, 13 different times. He said, be glad, be happy rejoice come on now mm. begin to give all the praise be thankful give all the praise give all the glory to god come on now he says because what because in the presence because first of all praise is the language of faith and if you really believe come on now that god for the lord has done great things number one you need to thank him for what he's already done that's what the prophet joel says you need to be glad you need to be rejoicing, and you need to be constantly giving God thanksgiving, come on, every single day for everything that he's already done. You need to take time and rehearse, come on now, everything that God has done in your life and what, and then you begin to, and by faith, he says, I want to just say it like this, read it like this, for the Lord, give, be glad, and begin to rejoice for the Lord, for the Lord has done great things. I want you to read that with a prophetic mindset, a prophetic paradigm. Who come on now, that says, watch, watch, watch now. I'm going to be glad. I'm going to rejoice because I can see what the Lord has already done. Come on, the work is done. It's already finished. Jesus said it is already finished. Every promise in the book, come on now, as it relates, there's literally thousands of promises each one of them touches some kind of aspect of what you're going through. There is a promise for every issue you're ever going to face in your life right there in the Bible. And when you grab a hold of that thing, you get that promise uh, in your mouth. Come on, in your heart, you begin to decree the word of God. Come on, I said last week, come on, Job says, the book of Job says, if you'll, come on, decree the promises of God, decree a thing. That which you, God says, I'll establish my word and the light of revelation will light up the pathway into the future right there. Well, I, I don't know. Are we supposed to really decree things? Yeah, yes, we are. I believe. I still believe in confessing the word of God. I still believe that the, come on now, that death and life is in the power of your tongue. And by the way, 
That Hebrew word for power is the Hebrew word for hand. So it reads like this in the Hebrew language, death and life is in the hand, come on, of your tongue. Your tongue is the hand that reaches into the realm of the spirit and grabs a hold of the promises of God. Come on, your destiny, your future, and pulls it into the right now. Come on now. That's how faith works. I still believe in confessing the word of God. I still believe, come on now, in decreeing the word of God and declaring the word of God. I don't care what somebody else said to you. I don't care, come on, how you feel. I don't care. So, well, yeah, that was good back in the 80s, but we're not doing that anymore. I am. I still declare the word of God, and I'm seeing results. I'm still seeing, come on now, angels working on my behalf. Psalm 103 declares, come on now, that the angels hearken unto the word of God. They don't argue. Did you know that was when the day you were born, there was an angel that was assigned to your life? Come on now. That he follows you around your entire, at least one angel is following you around your entire life. Come on now waiting to hearken unto the word of God. But if you don't get that word on the inside of you and begin to decree and declare the word of God out of your mouth, the angels do not do anything for you. Come on now, or on your behalf. The book of Hebrews chapter one says that angels, their purpose for being here in the earth realm are here to be, come on now, to help those who are heirs of salvation. That's you and me. They're there here to strengthen, to help us, come on now, and to cause the promises of God to become a reality. Just yesterday, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday I was in the, um, what I do, I, every day I got this thing where I go, and I, because I, I'm under a mandate from God, I go to the, for my health, I go to LA Fitness, and I spend one hour on a, an elliptical machine, and I, either I'm reading the word, come on, I'm listening to the word, come on now, or I'm listening to, or I'm praying in tongues, uh, uh, while I'm doing that. And then I go to the sauna for 30 minutes, like 140, 150, sometimes 190 degree sauna kind of thing. And I'm in there for 30 minutes. Come on, I'm praying in tongues. Yesterday, there was nobody in there and I was praying loud in tongues. Come on now. And I felt the presence of angels in the sauna with me. Yeah, that's right. You heard me, right? The angels were with me. I felt the presence of the angels of God. Come on now, to my left, I felt, in fact, one time, two, three times, I turned real quick to see if I could catch them because I felt the strong presence of angelic power and presence there in the sauna with me. Come on now. And uh, and so, and at times, he'll need me to pray for different people. In fact, today, I was praying for two young men in the sauna that I, because I overheard them, come on now, talking about uh, doing something, come on now, um, in the industry, in Hollywood industry, so they're doing something. They're on. They didn't. They were just talking. They were. They're buddies, good guys, and and uh, and so. Um, and then one said that their their sister, you know, was uh, uh, doing a, 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 some kind of filming in one of the uh, the the new uh, movies that are coming out, kind of thing. So I just began to pray for them to right there. Come on, right there, and decree the word of God over those two young guys. I don't. They looked like maybe they were twenty years old, in the doing something in the industry, believing that God is going to touch their hearts. Are you listening to me right there? Ooh, I feel the presence of God's glory, being glad, being rejoiced. So I just don't do that just to work out. I'm doing that because by the time I get done working out, by the time I get done with the sauna, my God, the Spirit of God, the prize, the manifest presence of God is all over me. Come on now, revelation is flowing in and through and for me. Come on now, God is speaking to me. God's giving me words of knowledge. God's speaking to me prophetically, and God is quickening to my heart. Come on now, for the last um, uh, four days now, and we are stepping into a season of divine recovery. Come on, divine restoration, divine restitution, divine recompense. Come on now, for everything that you've gone through. Come on now, especially in this last 18 months. So don't be afraid. Come on now. God is setting everything up. Come on now. God's about to do some incredible, supernatural, mind-blowing things in you and through you and for you right now. So I come to tell you tonight, man, I don't care what the devil is saying. I don't care what the politicians are saying. I don't care what the government is saying. I don't care what's happening. Come on now. In your job, in your business, in your company. Come on, in your family. I'm telling you right now, I don't care. I don't care if people are saying, come on there. I don't care what's happening because we, we, we see. Man, I, I've been a little, I, I, I was a little disheartened by seeing so many Christians 
come on now, being gripped with fear over the last 18 months, come on now, and so it really, God used it to reveal, come on now, what's happening in the believer's hearts, but I came with an encouraging word tonight and said, listen, the, the day of you allowing, come on, the spirit of fear, come on, to, to, to literally, come on, rule and reign, have any kind of control over you is over. Now, in the name of Jesus, I bind that spirit of fear. I decree and declare under the anointing of the Holy Spirit that the spirit of fear, come on now, is no longer has any kind of influence over you as it relates to sickness, disease, infirmity, come on now, poverty, come on now, lack of finances in your life, come on, as it relates to your job, your business, your family, come on now, family members that need to come into the kingdom of God, whatever it is, relationships, whatever it may be, I'm, I'd set you free now in the name of Jesus. Who I set you free now in the name of Jesus. I release the anointing of the Holy Spirit right now. Woo, I feel it right there, right there. There's a wave of God's anointing coming all over this broadcast tonight. Now, in the name of Jesus, those of you on the call right now, just lift your hands to the Lord. Begin to receive the anointing now is increasing. The anointing is coming up and out of my spirit now, in the name of Jesus right now. I drive back every diabolical spirit that's been tormenting your mind. Come on now. Every diabolical spirit that's been literally, come on, saying to you that what God has promised is not going to happen it's your future come on that would god it's totally impossible i bind all those lying spirits now in the name of jesus and i release a fresh infusion of the spirit of faith come on now the spirit of faith who in the name of jesus now come on begin to re be glad begin to rejoice begin to thanks come on thanksgiving let me, I said it, let me say it again it's the language of faith Come on now. You begin to praise him. You begin to thank him. Come on. It begins to, the Bible says in Psalm 22, come on now, that God begins to inhabit the praises. That word inhabit comes from a Hebrew root word that literally means to be married to. Come on now. He literally says, if you begin to praise me, if you begin to rejoice, if you begin to be glad, come on now. He says, because why in his presence is the fullness of joy. And then the prophet Nehemiah says, come on now, the, the book of Nehemiah says that joy, come on, the joy of the Lord is your strength. So if you want strength, come on now, to come and to battle and to overcome every spirit of fear, no matter what level, no matter how that's functioning in your life, you've got to get into his presence. But you can't get into his presence without praising him because when you begin to praise him, he says, I will marry myself to your praises, and come on now, just as the Apostle Paul says, two become one. Come on now. He says, your praises and me will become one. Well, you won't be able to tell the difference between the praises and my manifest, tangible, anointed presence, and in my presence, the joy, come on now, of the Lord, which is the strength of God himself, come on, Woo, will be your portion. Oh, in the name of Jesus, I bind every spirit of depression right now. In the name of Jesus, I bind every discouraging spirit right now. In the name of Jesus, right now, I bind those spirits and I command them to go in the name of Jesus. Listen, we're stepping in. Get ready, get ready. We're stepping into, come on, this year, 2020. Come on now, was the was the, the the year of the spoken word, right? And 2021 was the year, no, 2020 was the year of the mouth. And then on uh, 2020 was the year of the spoken word in the mouth of God's people. And then in the year, the new Jewish year that's about to start in this September, because the Jewish calendar starts in September. Come on now. And that new year is called the year of manifestation. Woo! 20, God's been setting this whole thing up. Come on, 2020, come on, was the year of the mouth. Come on now, let me, some of you have heard this. Let me say it again. It's not a coincidence. It's not an accident. Come on now, that the devil has orchestrated through the spirit of fear. Come on now, to put a mask over your mouth during the year of the mouth. Come on now, to cover up your mouth so nobody can see your mouth. So nobody's afraid, everybody's afraid to talk. Everybody's afraid to be around people. Nothing happens in the kingdom of God. Come on, unless you, 
Come on now. When Jesus got around people, come on now. And he saw what was going on in their lives and he was moved with compassion. Come on. And then he spoke words out of his mouth. And then the Holy Spirit executed those words and manifestation took place. I come to de declare here tonight in the name of Jesus, come on, that mm, God is lining this whole thing up. We're about to step into a brand new year called the Hebrew calendar, the year of manifestations where the promises of God, come on now, the, the destiny of God, mm, the dreams of God that he's placed on the inside of you is about to manifest Come on, all of you in the come on in the in the industry. I'm telling you right now, God has literally positioned you right now for such a time in this moment, right now. Come on now. It may not look like it, but I'm telling you right now, we're not looking. Come on, at that which is natural, we're looking at the supernatural. Our eyes are on the spirit of God. We're on the, the things in the realm of the spirit, and we're moving forward by faith in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I was just sharing with some of my ministry team the other day, and uh, let me just share it with you because this is just profound. And several months ago, I was reading and just kind of studying. Listen very carefully now, and uh, I was um, I came across uh, some some listing and reading some studies, some scientific studies, science, multiple scientific studies that back one backs up the other, one backs up the other. Not only in medical science, but in psychology that have proven now. That, now listen very carefully, everything that's happening in your life right now, everything that's happening in your life right now, today, today, right now, 50% of, of everything that's happened is made up of everything that happened in your past. All of your experiences, the culture that you were raised in, the country that you were raised in, whether it was good, bad, or ugly, whatever it is. Everything that happened in your life in the past, come on, all of that makes up 50% of your right now reality. The other 50%, now listen very carefully, because this will, this will change your life and really help you. The other 50% that's making up your reality right now is what you perceive or what you can imagine or what you are believing is or what you are hoping is going to happen in the future. So the what you the way you're looking at the future, come on now, the way you are perceiving, the way that you're hoping, the way that you're believing, come on now. All of what so if you don't believe much is going to happen and you don't see much happening in your future, that which you don't see much happening, that is making up 50% of what's happening right now. Come on now. If you want what's happening right now, and that study now, listen now, was a study that was done. That, that, that's not fact. That wasn't done with believers. That's just done with just people in the world. So that doesn't even factor in the word of God. Doesn't factor in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Doesn't factor in, come on now, Mm, uh, the anointing of the Holy Spirit it doesn't factor in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It doesn't factor in, come on, the, the God-given Holy Spirit. Come on, sanctified imagination. Come on now, where you can literally imagine. And I've been saying for the last seven, eight months now, come on now, Ephesians 3, 2021 is for the year 2021. He says, uh, he said, I want to do super abundantly Come on now, far over, above all, infinitely beyond your wildest imagination. Whatever you can imagine that, that I will possibly do in your future, I'm going to infinitely beyond supersede. Come on, that. I'm going to do way beyond that, way beyond what you could even begin to imagine. But if you can't imagine nothing, why? Because faith, you know why? Faith, now listen carefully now, faith works in the present tense. So your faith, come on now, is creating. Now I'm factoring in the Holy Spirit because I believe that as they, they say 50% of your past is making up your present and then 50% of what you believe is going to happen in the future is making up your present. I believe 
that we as believers, Holy Spirit-filled, anointed believers, come on, if we tap into the Word of God, we tap into the anointing of the Holy Spirit, we tap into, come on now, what the Holy Spirit, he says it's according to the power, and I, I did a whole series of messages on that, according to the power of your ability to perceive or imagine, come on now, or believe what God can do in and through and for you right now. So as you look, look to the future here, come on now, that's why, come on, the book of Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 says, faith is the substance. It's a spiritual substance that brings into reality or starts to for, call or causes a formation of what you're hoping will happen in the future. Whatever, now watch, watch now, whatever you're hoping will happen in your future, that will not take, will not begin to begin to be formed unless you can imagine it. And once you can imagine it and you can see it, come on now, now you take intentional faith and that intentional faith literally which is a spiritual substance, will begin to take that which you believe, what you're hoping, what you imagine can happen in the future and start pulling it towards you and start causing it to be formed in the natural realm. Literally, come on now, that substance, come on now, is literally, come on, beginning to form it, beginning to create it, Come on now, so it became, becomes a manifestation in the right. Now, faith causes things to manifest or to be formed in the now. So that's why, come on now, you fear cancels out that kind of faith. Fear kills hope. Come on. Anxiety kills hope. Come on. Worry kills hope. And so it's so important. Fear not. Rejoice. Ooh, be glad. Praise God. Worship him. Thank him. Allow his manifest presence to be married to your gladness, your rejoicing. Come on now. Man, demons, they don't understand that. And when, when you got all kinds of things coming against you to try to stop you from doing what God's called you to do, and you're still glad, and you're still, come on, rejoicing, and come on, in spite of that, you're still praising God. You're still thanking God. I'm telling you right now, every demon in your facility, they're like looking at you. It's like, they're like, what is wrong with that boy? What is wrong with that girl? Why, why, uh, have, man, why, why are they rejoicing? Look what's going on in their life. Mm -hmm. And nothing good is going on seemingly. Come on now. And yet they're still rejoicing. It literally throws demons into utter confusion. They're looking at that. They're, they're like cocking their head like a dog. And I'm looking at that. What is that? I don't understand that. How can they do that? You know how you can do that? You know how you can rejoice? You know how you can be glad? You know how you, even when you got legitimate reasons to be afraid, that you choose not to be afraid? You choose not, come on now, to allow worry, fear, anxiety, come on now. Listen, I'm, a, I'm talking to one, you're talking to somebody who used to live in great fear. Come on now, great anxiety, great worry. I've had two nervous breakdowns in my life. Two legitimate nervous breakdowns because I was so controlled by fear of man, anxiety, and worry. So I know what I'm talking about. I'm not talking off the top of my head. Come on, I know this not only from the word of God by way of revelation. I know this by way of experience. That once I chose, come on now, to get my mind, come on, in the word of God, and I got the word of God about what I said. Come on. I began to renew my mind. I began to literally cause healing to take place to the neural pathways in my brain. Come on now. And began to bring wholeness, not only to my mind, but literally to the, the physical human organ called the brain on the inside. Come on now. And bring wholeness and strength to that thing. Where now, come on now. You say, well, man, this guy sounds like he's lost his mind. That's right. I did lose my mind. Now I got the mind of Christ. Come on now. My mind is tapped in. It's become one with the mind of Christ. The apostle Paul said, let this mind be in you. Let the mind of Christ, the way he thinks. He said, well, how do you see things? 
right here, right here. This is the mind of Christ, right? Here. You need to get that in the in your thinking. Come on now, renew your mind. Meditate on the word of God. That's why Joshua chapter one says, come on, meditate on the word of God day and night. That word meditation or meditate comes from a Hebrew word that literally is translated to chew the cud. Come on now. Cows have multiple stomachs. And what they do, the chewing, you ever heard a cow chews the cud? And so when they eat some food, it drops down into one of their stomachs. Come on now. And then they regurgitate that food and they chew it again and they drop it down into another stomach. And then they regurgitate that and they chew that and then they drop it down into another stomach. And that, that's the phrase right there. That's the word, Hebrew word for meditate. It means to take the same word. The same word that you've been feeding on yesterday, come on now, and feed on it again. Meditate on it again. Come on, come on now, think about it again. Begin to get your eyes on it again. He says, man, meditate on the word of God day and night until it literally begins to transform, transform to metamorphosize your way of thinking so that you, when your way of thinking is literally now lining up with the good, the acceptable, the perfect, the mature will of God. Come on now. Romans chapter 12. Mm, come on. Verse 2 says that we're metamorphosized, that our soul is literally transformed. Just like, a, come on now, a caterpillar becomes a brand new creation, a butterfly, and be, through a process called metamorphosis, he says that you in your soul, not your spirit, because your soul was metamorphosized instantaneously when you ask the Lord Jesus Christ to come into your heart, but your soul is being transformed on a daily basis. It's becoming who you already are in Christ Jesus. So your soul, that's why it says to work out. Come on now, what's already been worked in? So what God is by the Holy Spirit is worked into your spirit. We work it out through our soul, through our mind, through our will, through our emotions, but that doesn't happen by accident. It happens by diligently meditating on the word of God and making a conscious choice. Come on now, because the subconscious mind, we live, most people don't, don't get this and don't understand this and, and really don't even believe that, but we actually live, the reality that we're living right now is coming literally more out of our subconscious mind than out of our conscious mind. That's why the Apostle Paul says in one of his epistles, he said that you need to be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That's called that the spirit of your mind. That phrase right there is a direct reference to the subconscious mind. So in, come on now, in Romans 12, 2, he's talking about the conscious mind. And then when he talks about the spirit of the mind, he's talking about the subconscious mind. So that when the word of God is so strong on the inside of you through the power of meditation, come on now that it not only transforms the, the surface thinking, but it begins to literally transform, come on now, the subconscious or the spirit of your mind so that literally that when things hit you, you don't need to think about it. It's like, come on, it's like a mental muscle memory, a spiritual muscle memory. Come on now. That boom, the word of God comes right out of your mouth. Come on now. Woo, no, 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 no. I will not be afraid. I will not respond that way. Ah, no, the word of God says this about my circumstance, and I'm going to be glad. I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to thank God for what he has already done in my past and what he has already done in my future. And I'm looking with the eye of faith and I decree and declare that that which God has already done for me in my future is coming my way. So I'm going to be glad. I'm going to rejoice. I don't care what my circumstances look like. I don't care what my body feels like. I'm thanking you, Lord. I'm praising you. Woo, I'm worshiping you. I am going to be glad. This is, no matter what it looks like, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice. I will rejoice, and I will be glad in it. That's why David said, come on, Psalm 103, he said, he said, oh, my goodness. He said, soul, come on now, rejoice. He said, my soul is going to praise the Lord. It's going to soul magnify the Lord, glorify the Lord. He was literally speaking to his own soul. He said, we're not going to look at, come on now. That's why the apostle Paul says in second Corinthians chapter three, when he says, listen, we have the same spirit of faith that David had. And that spirit of faith says, we believe, 
and then we speak the words that we believe. Come on now. So words need to come out of your mouth and correspondent to what you believe as it relates to, come on now, and sometimes you got to speak. So, oh, no, no, no. I am not going to forget about, come on, the benefit package that God has bestowed upon me, which means that not only has he forgiven all of my sins, come on now, forgiven me of all of my iniquities, but he has healed me of every sickness and every disease, and he has renewed my youth. Come on now, like the eagles, or causes gives me strength to soar like an eagle, to be renewed like an eagle. That's why the Bible says when we wait in his presence, come on now, you begin to soar, come on now, and be renewed. He says a supernatural supernatural thing will take place. Your weakness will be exchanged for his strength. Come on. Come on now. Your lack of power will be exchanged for his power. Come on. Your sickness will be exchanged for his health. Come on. Your lack of money will be exchanged for his abundance of wealth in the name of Jesus. A supernatural, come on now, exchange takes place just like an eagle renews his strength. Come on. Now. Did you know that every 365 days an eagle totally, watch now, watch, every feather, that an eagle has, and they have thousands of feathers. Literally every one of them is, is exchanged every 365 days. Every 365 days, they got their old, they're plucking out the old ones, and the new ones are coming in. So they literally, they never lose strength. Their strength is literally being renewed, and by the end of that 365 days, they literally have brand, a total set, brand new set of feathers, and then the process begins all over again. And he's saying, if you'll wait in my presence, come on now, if you'll be glad, if you'll rejoice, come on, if you'll choose not to be afraid, come on now, in spite of everything that's happening in the world, and look, come on now, come on now, with the eye of faith, and stop looking at things that are temporal, but look at things that are supernatural and things that are eternal. Come on, because everything that's in the temporal realm is subject to change, and glory be to God, it's changing for the better. Therefore, come on now, we are going to wait in his presence, and we're going to praise him like we've never praised him before. I came to tell somebody, come on now, you need to praise him. Oh, if you don't hear, come on now. I need, I just need you. Come on now. You need to lift your hands wherever you are. You need to begin to thank God. Come on now. You need to praise him. We're going to take a little praise break here now in the name of Jesus. Oh, come on now. You need to thank him. Come on now. Come on. Well, I don't, I don't know. I, yeah, no, you need to thank him like you, come on, give him a crazy praise. Come on, tomorrow morning, get in front of the mirror, get in your closet, whatever, and just like cut a step. You know what I'm saying? Just, come on, begin to. Come on, just cut, ooh, just cut a step right there. Come on, just one, one. Come on, pick up your feet, begin to dance. Come on, do a little shuffle with the Lord. Come on now, do a little spinning. Come on now. Did you know that when it says that when the disciples, the 70 disciples came back to Jesus and told him, come on now, that, uh, that all the demons, come on now, are subject to us in your name. It said that Jesus began to rejoice and that word rejoice in the original language literally means to jump up and down and spin wildly. It says that he rejoiced for one hour. Jesus, when, when he realized that they had gotten the revelation, come on, of the authority that he had given to them. Come on now. He said, come on, because in my name, come on now, you're going to cast out devils. In my name, come on now, you're going to lay your hands on the sick and they will recover. Not maybe, not sometimes, not when you catch God in a good mood. They will recover. Come on now, in the name of Jesus. Woo, come on now. That's why he said to him, listen now, you re rejoice. Don't, don't just simply rejoice because the demons are subject. Rejoice that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life because your name in the book of life is what gives you the authority, the power, and the dominion to rule in this life here on this earth right now. So it isn't just having a name in a book. It's the authority and the power that comes with your name being, come on now, in the in that book of life. And now your name has been changed, and now you get to access the, the power and the authority that's in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on now. Woo, come on now. When, when Sue married me, she took my name. Come on now. That's why I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of wives using their, their maiden last name. When you came into covenant, you too became one. 
and you took on the name, come on now, of your last name of your husband, come on. And that means that everything, everything that belongs to him now belongs to you. Come on, are you listening? Because there's a covenant right there. Everything, everything, everything that's in Sue knows. See, everything that's in our bank, it belongs to her. Come on now. And so, so you need to understand that when you took on the name of Jesus, when you came into Christ, his name became your name. Therefore, you can access everything that he can access by his name. You can access by his name because you are one with the Lord Jesus Christ. And so I want to encourage you. But you know, my God, if that don't get you to rejoice, come on now. Jesus said when his disciples finally got that, he began to rejoice, dance, and spin for one hour straight. Ooh, that's right, Jesus danced. Come on, somebody. Oh, that's that's a powerful stuff right there. My goodness, I hadn't even got to what I thought I was going to talk about here to, tonight. We already ran out of time, but we're going to talk about this over the next several weeks here. Divine recovery. Come on, divine restoration. Divine, come on now. Uh, everything that the enemies, and I'm not talking, when I talk about divine recovery, I'm not talking about you just getting back what the devil took from you. I'm talking about, I'm going to show you from scripture that God, when God talks about recovery, it's not about just bringing you back to the same place that you were before you lost all of that, whether it was money, whether it was your health, whether it was relationship, whether it was your job, whether it was your house, whether it was, come on now, your children, your grandchildren, whatever the case may be, whatever it is in your life, your mental health, come on now, your emotional health, come on, whatever it is that you lost, when God talks about, I'm going to restore or cause a recovery to take place. He's not talking about just bringing you back to the place you were before you lost that. He's talking about bringing you way beyond that and causing so much more to come into. That's the way God works. So much more than what you lost is coming your way. Divine restitution is on its way to your house in the name of Jesus. You hear my, I came with a prophetic word tonight. Come on, listen now. Divine recovery, divine restoration, Divine recompense, come on now, divine restitution is literally right now on its way to your house now in the name of Jesus. So go ahead and rejoice. Go ahead and lift your hands and be glad. Say, Woo, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Be glad and rejoice for what the Lord has done. Come on, let that stir you up and then begin to look into the future. Come on and begin to realize everything that God as planned for me, it's already been done, and I need to thank him for everything that he's already done as it relates to my future. Come on now. I see myself standing in the future, and I'm looking a whole lot better than I do right now. Come on now. You need to see yourself standing in the future. Come on now with what God is all. You're looking a whole lot better. Come on, than you do right now. Woo! Come on now. Come on now. Stop saying, well, it used to be this way. Come on, I, I used to be this way kind of thing, man. Goodness, come on, stop talking about that. You need to stand up and say, man, oh, today, I might have been broke before, but today, come on, today is the last day, come on now, that I'm going to have scarcity in my life. Come on, I might have been sick before, but I decree and declare today is the last day I'm going to be sick in my life. Come on now. Today is the last day where my children live in rebellion to God. Come on now. You begin to decree and declare the word of God with great thanksgiving, with great praise, with great gladness, with great rejoicing, knowing that it's a done deal. It's a covenant thing. And everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to you right now. Whew, you live under an open heaven right now. Don't pray another prayer. Oh, God, open up the heavens over me. Oh, God, no, 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 no. Stop saying goofy prayers like that. The heavens are open. Come on now, everything, come on now, come on, Jesus is, the ladder is open, the heavens are open, the ladder is right there in front of you, right there, come on, Jesus is the ladder, get into him, come on, I'm going away to prepare a place, don't let your hearts be fearful, troubled, agitated by what's happening in the world, he says, come on now, I'm telling you all these things in the future, he said, yeah, sure, in this world, you're going to have trials and tribulations. Come on, and tests are going to come your way. But he said, go ahead and rejoice. Go ahead and come on now. Begin to thank me because I've already gone before you and I have already stripped this world of all of its power 
and all of its authority to do you any harm whatsoever. Oh my God, thank you, Jesus. Woo, go ahead and rejoice. I double dog, Dino, dare you, come on now, to begin to rejoice in the Lord like you've never rejoiced before. Begin to thank him, begin to praise him. Come on and watch what the Lord is doing because God's about to do some things. Oh my God, uh, thank you, Holy Spirit. God's about to do some things that are about to, again, I said it before, I'm going to say it, that's going to blow your mind. Come on now. He's about to do some things that are, he's going to do it all by himself. There's, I prophesy right now, hear the Holy Spirit say to prophesy and to decree and to declare over your lives and over your lives here tonight that there are some things that God's about to manifest in your life that you really, come on, other than cooperating in the Holy Spirit, that there was nothing really in the natural that you did to cause it to come to pass. And you're going to, oh my goodness, you're going to stand back and you're going to begin to look at it. And you're going to say, this was the Lord's doing. And man, it is marvelous in our eyes. Come on now. You're going to stand back. Let me say it again. All of this that's happening, it was the Lord's doing, not mine. It was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in my eyes, and it's going to be marvelous in everybody else's eyes in my world. So I thank you, Lord, for doing that right now. Holy Spirit, seal right now in the name of Jesus, the seed of God's word, the seed of this prophetic word. In the name of Jesus, in the hearts of every believer, every son, every daughter, in the name of Jesus. Ooh, may fresh hope, may fresh faith be imparted now by the Spirit and by the Word of the living God. May strength be renewed now in the name of Jesus. Strength come. Faith imparted. In the name of Jesus. Ooh, the gift of faith. And the gift of faith is coming now in the name of Jesus. The apostle Paul said, I came. In one of his epistles, he said, I came into your midst. I've come into your midst, into your physical presence. For you could hear my voice. For you could hear the voice within my voice. And he came, I came for one purpose. And that was to impart a gift to you. I hear the Holy Spirit. There's been a supernatural impartation of a gift from the Holy Spirit for each and every one of you. It's been different. Come on, because he knows exactly where you're at. He knows exactly what's happening in your life. He knows exactly what you need to see happen in your life right now. I'm telling you right now, in the name of Jesus, a gift. I feel that very strong by the anointing of the Holy Spirit, a supernatural gift. For some of you, it's a gift of faith tonight. Ooh, and then the gift of miracles, mm, the gift of wisdom, the gift of insight, the gift of favor is coming to you tonight now. The gift of healing in the name of Jesus is flowing now in the name of Jesus. I release the gifts of healing, the gift of miracles now, and the gift of faith now to work in and through and for every person on this Google Meet call. Ooh, every person that's watching on live, everyone that's watching on, listening to the podcast in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for doing that. I give you all the praise. I give you all the glory. I give you all the honor. It's like I got so much more to say, but man, I'm way over time here tonight in the name of Jesus. So listen, let me just say thank you to all those that are on, um, on Facebook. Listen, if you want to spend, you know, after we go off the Facebook, all these all these people that are on the Google Meet call, we spend more time with them answering questions, you know, praying for different uh, different ones, uh, especially the new people. And uh, so if you want to be a part of that, you can. You can go um, to dsmhollywood.com and find out more about that. Get on our mailing list and we'll give you the email with the link and uh, you can be a part of that and uh, receive personal ministry.